Hello, Fight Insight fans, viewers, and listeners of the Filipino podcasting machine, Princey D. And with me, as always, the man formerly known as Timbo Slice, Timmy B. Before we start, please take a moment to follow and subscribe to us on YouTube or wherever you get your pods and leave five-star reviews. If you'd like to support the show, check out MiddaySquares.com and use code FIGHTINSIGHT15 to save 15 on your first order. On today's episode, we talk to an MMA legend about the impacts of COVID in MMA, recaps Max versus Yair, predict next Max fight, preview Tate versus Vieira, and a whole lot more. Tim, hit it! With a professional record of 33-11-1, our guest today is a living legend of MMA who has seen and done it all with wins over the likes of Robbie Lawler, Dan Henderson, Damian Maya, and Tyron Woodley. Competing in the UFC and PFL, he was the last Rumble on the Rock welterweight champion, the only Elite XC welterweight champion, former Shooto welterweight champion, and former Strike Force middleweight champion. A member of the infamous Scrap Pack alongside the Diaz brothers, he's a staple in the MMA world, and he's an open, honest, and outspoken individual, which is why we respect him so much and why we've asked him to join the podcast today. Here to talk to you about the impacts of COVID in MMA from Las Vegas, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Jake Shields. Hey, what's up, guys? How you doing? What's going on, How's buddy? it going, Jake? It's great to have you, man. How's everything? Oh, it's pretty good. Just a quick little break before uh, going back to train a couple fighters. So Nice, nice. Jake, it's crazy to have you on the podcast, man. We thank you so much for this. We actually uh, kind of got into contact with you when you posted something about Dana White opening up Fight Island again. And it was in response to some COVID restrictions. So I'm just going to put on the screen quickly, like the picture that it was there. And uh, Dana White did this to open up because of restrictions for international fighters coming into the U.S. and because of his stance to kind of not mandate vaccines on people. What what did you think about when you saw this, where, where Dana White was opening Fight Island for that reason? Yeah, I think it's good. I think it's ridiculous that they were forced people from other countries to, you know, to take a vaccine that they don't want. I think it's always should be, all medical procedures should be optional. I mean, you look at history, the experts often, you know, they said you had to have a lobotomy if you had mental illness. You had to do bloodletting if you were ill. The experts uh, get things wrong all the time. So we don't really know. I mean, the vaccine may be, it may be great. I don't know. But we're looking at kind of the, you look at the numbers, it seems like something that works about six months. They're already, I mean, that's the official statement even, not even unofficial. They're saying you need, that's where you need a booster shot. So like how pretty soon I'm sure they'll say, if you don't have your booster, you can't get in it just seems uh seems like a never-ending situation and to me it's uh should be something that we choose if we want to take you know as a pro athlete we're healthy everyone everyone's always calling pro athletes stupid not taking the vaccine but i mean i, I don't think there's been a single pro athlete that's died so maybe we're uh not quite as dumb as the people that are overweight are calling us <laughs> um, jake well said uh there was one fighter that kind of stood out at the beginning of all of this and it was michael chandler and I apologize, I don't know what your relationship with Chandler is, but Michael Chandler kind of came out at the time before he fought Gaethje in New York in Madison Square Garden. And he had said, hey, New York is saying that you have to be vaccinated. If that's the case, I won't be able to fight. He got a lot of backlash from, from people. And then he came out with another statement saying, hey, man, I'm not saying I'm anti-vax. I'm not saying I'm pro-vax. I'm just saying that I won't have it. When that happened, were you aware of that? And like, what did you think at that time? Because that was kind of early on. 
Yeah, I saw that. And like I said, it seems, it just seems, uh, it's bizarre to me that it's not, the people aren't just giving you the choice. It's never been in my lifetime trying to mandate medical procedures, you know? So I just think uh, we're adults. We just sort of look and decide if we want it or not. We can look at the risks. We can look at the pros and make that decision. So for the government to tell us for us is just, uh, it's just madness, especially when they even admit that the vaccine doesn't stop the spread of COVID. If it actually stopped the spread of COVID, you could you could try to make an argument that it, you know, that maybe it helps. But you look at countries like was it Gibraltar, hundred percent vaccinated. Now it's having mass spreads. Um, I think it's Ireland, ninety-three percent vaccinated. Now they're 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 doing closures because the COVID's so out of control. So you clearly have a vaccine that doesn't stop the spread of COVID and trying to mandate it on us. They'll now they switch it to okay, maybe you're less likely to die, but that's that's our body, our choice. Or less of a diet should doesn't affect anyone else. We should make that decision. Um, after some of the things were happening, Dana White came out and said, he said, you know, he would never force any of his fighters to be vaccinated. And I think that's kind of where he then ended up doing the whole fight island thing. But because he's not technically an employer, right? Like as a fighter, you're a almost you're independent contractor. Right, right. Yeah. So the rules that come out, you know, and we're in Canada, so things are different here, but the rules that are coming out, it's like, was that ever a concern that like a promotion would say you have to be? And I mean, you have fighters, like you work with fighters all around, Mm -hmm. all different promotions. Is there anything different going on in different promotions? I don't think any of the promoters would mandate it just because, um, the fighters aren't don't like to told what to do and it'd be difficult. The problem is a lot of these a lot of these countries are mandating it. So it gets really uh really difficult going country to country if you're uh if you're a foreign fighter, you know, the OCs in the US and the, you know they mandated it in our country, so it's gonna be tough for them to come in. I mean, I guess they could uh illegally come through Mexico. They don't have to get vaccinated if you're coming through illegally, but anyone that comes through legally in the country has to get vaccinated, so it's gonna be a little bit tricky getting these guys in here. I mean, Fight Island, it's it's a great uh short term thing, but the guys, you know, to come to the UFC champs, it'll be hard for them not to come to the US. Right. And then how is it that like PFL, Bellator, I know this was one of the fan questions, so I'm kind of skipping, but how is it that they seem to keep running with no fight island to go to? Like, do you know? Because you've got friends that are fighting in those promotions and you yourself in PFL. Yeah, well, I think it's all it's all recently with the countries just now uh, passed the vaccine mandate. So I'm not really sure how they're going to be doing it. It'll be interesting. I think either fighters are going to have to get mandated or, you know, get, have to be vaccinated or we'll see what happens. It's going to be interesting. Is there talk like in the with the with the fighters or like around? Are they worried? Are they like, okay, maybe I sh- maybe I just got to go get it so that I can fight? And that's again, that's if they're not. Yeah, right? but I know. Um, well, yeah, I know. I know a few guys that got vaccinated that didn't want to just because countries they were traveling to, like Patchy Mix, got vaccinated to go because he had to go fight in Bellator in Ireland. It was mandated. They got um, Gary Tonin just got vaccinated to go fight in Singapore, which didn't want to, and it's a. Uh, I 100% understand why a fighter would, you know, they're, they're in a situation, you don't want to do something, but they have such big fights, what do you do? It's your career. But it just uh, seems unfair to force someone to get something that, that they don't want and it's not really going to, not going to protect them and not stop the spread. All right. Now, would this convince, should this convince people to get vaccinated, Jake? I saw this online. <laughs> Brothels I mean, are offering free sex sessions to patients. Yeah, I mean, it, be, it beats uh, <laughs> Krispy Kreme is offering free donuts, so it beats that, I guess. And I think New York was offering a free hamburger and fries, so uh, yeah. they're offering us some bizarre. It's just bizarre how bad they want us vaccinated. So that, that makes people start being like, they want to get it this bad. It make, makes me start not wanting it. Oh my yeah. gosh, guys! At the very beginning, I think they were just offering Uber rides to the vaccination <laughs> sites, and now we've got brothels that's offering up free sex. Yeah. So that's yeah. wow. I yeah, think brothels, that, donuts, burgers. Who knows what's next? <laughs> I think 
I think that guy in that photo, that was his 17th booster shot he was getting <laughs> at the yeah, right. You know, you just keep going. Don't worry about He's, it. I'm doing it for science, baby. <laughs> oh, I think I think it's Oregon or Seattle's offering a free weed. Oh, okay. <laughs> maybe San Francisco will offer some free crack. That'll get the homeless vaccinated. <laughs> Jake. <laughs> free crack. Uh, free crack and fentanyl. <laughs> yeah. Jake, it's funny, though, because, um, you know, we see a lot of fights get canceled because of COVID, right? Like there's a lot of fighters. Mm -hmm. So this week, Misha Tate is fighting her. That fight actually was rescheduled because she came yeah. down with COVID before lots of fights, you know, that I'm looking forward to end up getting last minute cancellations because of it. I think in my brain, I'm like, Oh, this means like a bunch of the fighters must not be vaccinated. Is that, I mean, unofficially, is that what you would think? Or like, how is it that there's so many um, fighters constantly getting it? Well, I think it's a combination. It's one, you know, like a lot of fighters, we were training all through the pandemic long before the vaccine came out. So I think a lot of fighters are getting it then. And I think, you know, a lot of people getting it after vaccinated too. So I don't really know what percentage are vaccinated versus aren't. But I know, personally, I know a lot more people that are vaccinated currently getting COVID than unvaccinated. So it's just, I don't think the vaccine really makes too much difference whether you get it or not. We're just in close contact, face-to-face. Uh, -face, so eventually we're probably going to get COVID. Actually, that's, yeah, Jake, actually, because so I went, we did a poll on our Instagram to kind of see what people thought, because in my mind, it's that, oh, I guess like a bunch of them aren't vaccinated, but you kind of wonder if that's the case. But then we went, we did a poll and uh, the results of the poll was, I thought that people would say that it's because they're not vaccinated, but 20% think that it's because the fighters are unvaccinated. 44% are saying it's because of the training partners or the environment. And then 30%, I put this as a fake answer. They're saying false positive testing. And these are, I mean, not one of these people have a science degree, I'm sure, Jake. But yeah. you said 40, you said training partners or the environment. And like you said, because during that early stages, pro fighters, you know, you can't afford to give up your training. Yeah. So you're just constantly in there with people, just that close quarters, right? I guess that's you're not able to yeah, I mean, distance. Yeah, you're in there. You're literally blowing each other's, you're breathing heavy right in each other's faces. It couldn't be more extreme. And you're switching partners. We're literally doing everything they tell you not to do for COVID. You know, your hands are dirty. You're sweating on each other, breathing, hyperventilating. There's nothing, uh, it's the exact opposite of what they tell you to avoid. And we've been doing that since day one. So that's when uh, all of a sudden they expect us to be scared of COVID. It's a little weird. You see all these journalists like yelling at us and being like, oh, you need vaccine and this. And it's like, oh, literally from day one, we've been we've been sweating each other, breathing each other, trying to, you know, we want to keep people entertained. And now they expect us to act like we're going to be scared of COVID. It's like, give me a break. Not to mention for a living, we step in a cage and try to kill each other. So you think we're going to be scared of a, of a virus that kills a couple out of a thousand people? Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's really hard to put somebody on rear naked chokehold six feet apart, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or you can worse mount when you're right in your face, face to face, trying to choke them with a with an arm triangle. <laughs> yeah, maybe it'll turn it. Maybe they'll switch over to virtual. Who knows? In the far yeah. in, in the near future, right? We have virtual training virtual and fighting. virtual fighting, right? Yeah, yeah it's only what they wanted us to do through COVID when they tried shutting down the gyms, and that's actually why I left California. The gyms were just shut down for months. We were having to train illegally, and. uh People there, I think, are still scared to train. And I think Canada, I think you guys got closed down a little later, but it's been like 20 months in the U.S. People are still masked. Uh, you see people, people in the gyms with their masks, work, uh, working out with masks on. It's like, yeah, I'm good on that. Yeah, no. If you're, yeah. if you're vaccinated, wearing a mask, like, well, if you're vaccinated, where does it end? Everyone that wants a vaccine has, has the vaccine. So, like, what are we What are we still waiting for? Mm -hmm. Seems a little ridiculous. Yeah, in, Can in Canada, we were closed down quite a long time. Like, we only just recently opened up. 
Um, actually, we did a poll on our Instagram just yesterday saying, does your gym ask for vaccination status? And it was interesting watching it. It was it was swaying both ways, like heavy to the yes, heavy to the no. At the end of our 24 hours for the poll, it ended up, I think it was 55% no. So I think, oh, wow. you know, and that's not just Canada. So it's people from around the yeah. world. So it's probably, you know, there's a lot of gyms that are kind of skirting it or, you know, depending on yeah. where you are, right? Well, most places in the U.S. don't. I think it's more California. That the California, New York's only a couple places to do. Most places in the U.S. are not don't care, and that's why you okay. know you just have to get out of these uh, these really liberal cities or states. They're the only ones that are trying to force this stuff. And then okay. the state I'm at, there's still both. There still is a mask mandate, but no one really follows it. California, they still follow it. To me, it's okay. like 20 months in. They're telling us they tell us we still have to wear masks, and everyone's vaccinated that wants the vaccine. I just don't really. Uh, I can't see what their end game is. Like, when does it end? They're not giving us numbers. They're just saying wear masks forever. I mean, what are you supposed to do? Wear masks the rest of your life? I'm I'm good on that. Yeah, yeah. When you're a handsome guy like Jake Shields, you don't want to be exactly. Yeah, you got you got to show this face off. I don't I don't yeah. hide it. <laughs> yeah, what? Like, amazing. Yeah, people come up all the time, ask a picture, and they'll leave their mask on. It's like, I mean, it's their picture is fine. I just think it's like kind of weird to come up, take a picture, and uh, and leave a mask on. Like, why do you want to cover your face? People won't even be able to see you. Yeah, but but Jake, you gotta admit, man, you gotta when you're out in the community walking around, you gotta see the unique ways people wear masks. I've seen one guy like literally use it like as a <laughs> patch, like over over here, like so. You know, I don't they don't cover their nose, it's like all the way down here. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Like covering their beard. So, yeah, it's. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it I is guess it's a, a new fashion. <laughs> yeah, exactly, Jake. It is strange, but um, so what are your thoughts on where this is headed? Like specifically with MMA, are you worried that like the continual uh, lockdowns and things like that are going to eventually sh give trouble to organizations like PFL and and Bellator that don't have a fight island? Like what? What do yeah, you I mean, foresee? It definitely. It's really hard to see what direction it would go because it seems like. It seems like it should be over. You know, we're nearing two years, but it also they just keep extending it, keep making excuses. Countries are, are going back into lockdown. So it's just, it seems like there's a lot of people with a lot of power that don't want it to end for a reason. I think they're getting power off it and, you know, maybe gaining money off the lockdowns and uh, and obviously the drug sales and whatnot. So there's definitely a group of people, um, the people that don't want it to end and are fighting really hard to keep it going forever. So it's hard to say, you know, hopefully people are just too fed up where we stop taking it. That's the direction I'm hoping, but it gets hard. You know, they like in the U.S. They have the you can't come here unless you're vaccinated. But will that hold? It's hard to say. They're trying to they're trying to really push these vaccines, but it keeps failing. Like the just today or yesterday, like it was mandated that workers have to get them. They just got shot down by the court. So now, so now the official order for mandatory vaccines for workers is no longer in effect, which is kind of weird. You you can collect uh, you can collect welfare without uh, government benefits without being vaccinated, but if you want to work, until you have to have a vaccine. Uh, see, this is why this is why we have Jake on because you've got all these nuggets in there, Jake, that you're saying that yeah. it's, it's interesting, you know, like, again, we're not and we said this before the podcast, and I really appreciate the way you're speaking to it, Jake, because you're speaking to it intelligently, but you're not speaking to it, you know, like, uh, rudely, you know what I mean? Like, we're not pro-vax, we're not anti-vax, there's none yeah. of that stuff, or none yeah, of like that I'm, speech. I'm okay with people getting it. Yeah, yeah. I'm totally fine with getting it. I mean, I, 100% if people want to get the vaccine, it makes them feel better. I think they should. If they want to get boosted, they should. If they want to get 30 boosters, they should. But it should just be a choice. I mean, especially you know a lot of people getting really sick, they're taking the vaccine. So to keep making it mandatory, you know, every six months to get a new vaccine doesn't make sense. It's even more bizarre is that you guys probably don't know this, but you guys can't come to the country without a vaccine. But we have thousands and thousands of legal aliens coming through our southern border, and they're they're not required to get a vaccine. We let them just walk through, and we're not we're not COVID testing them, and not back not get a vaccine. That just shows it really has nothing to do with uh, 
has no, it's all about power. It has nothing to do with actually carrying people a vaccine to COVID. If they really cared about the vaccine so much, they'd make the legal immigrants get it. But it's more they just want them for uh, for votes or who knows or cheap labor or who knows why. But they can come in with with no vaccine. Yeah. yeah so if yeah. you guys want to come through, just just hop, come fly down there, and say you're from Guatemala and walk on through. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, Jake, I I might have trouble getting home though. That might be a problem. Yeah. Um, true. True. Jake, before uh, before we end, we wanted to ask you a few fan questions, if that's okay. Sure. Uh, first fan question. This is from at Enter Dragon. I think this is referring to one of your Instagram stories the other day. The question is, why did you have so much cash in your pockets? Oh, I was, was I was out gambling and I was winning. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> there was a. There was an Instagram story, right? You were just like, yeah, I think I, I think I reposted something. I had like wads of like hundreds that I just won. So, oh, nice, nice. Someone like tagged me in it. So, <laughs> I, don't, I don't gamble that much. I was just doing good. All right. Nice. What, were you, what were you playing, Jake? Were you, were yeah. you hitting slots or? Hit some slots. We don't really gamble much. I was out with some big gamblers. So, happened uh, happened to get lucky and uh, and hit some some wins. Oh, On okay, the slot wow. machines? It's just a little slot and a little blackjack, a little bit of both. Mm, all right, yeah, all right. I usually don't. I said I usually don't gamble, but I was, I was a big gambler, so I nice. so went for it. Where do you Where do you live, Jake? I know you're in Vegas now. Is that where you live? Yeah, currently in Vegas. Like I said, I, I left California like a year ago because it was lockdowns were just too extreme, and um, luckily I left my did because there's still an extreme lockdowns there. Oh, okay, okay, nice, nice. What? How did that? Uh, how did that impact though your regular training buddies and stuff like that? Did you guys all relocate or what's the status? No, there? no, just me, which sucks. You know, I still go back and train with you know Gil and uh and Nate and stuff sometimes, but not near as much as I used to. But yeah, I'm out training. Uh, I got a big group of um or a, or a small group of some really good fighters. I'm training out here in Vegas, which that's kind of nice. You know, a lot of uh, a lot of up and comers come to Vegas to try to make it, so it give me the opportunity to train some of the up and comers. Nice. That's awesome. And one of your fighters just recently won, like last weekend, right? One of the guys, I think. Um, been, I've been having a few guys win. Not last weekend, but over the last few weeks, we've been having guys win. Okay, okay. Awesome. The guy's good been job. doing good, yeah. Nice, nice. And what gym What gym are you training out when you're in Vegas? Uh, mostly Extreme Couture. Oh, okay, cool. Excellent, man. Yeah. Um, next question actually kind of goes off of that is um, from at Fight Bandit. And I, I had said before, there were plenty of questions regarding this gentleman but the question is has nate diaz given any indication as to who he'd be most interested in fighting next and who would you like to see him fight next um who would i like to see him fight next i think um tony ferguson would be a fun fight you know they're both uh they're, they're both you know fan favorites exciting i think he's fight the fans would love to see it makes sense that's what i would go with nate is uh he's wants to top fight top guys. He actually mentioned Tony Ferguson. He wanted to fight that was it was it Luke? How's the guy's name? The seventy percent. I know he want, mentioned wanting to fight him. Um he want I mean, he liked Ferguson because the name, but he also wanted to top fight anyone in the top five. So another good one would be Connor. Connor would be a good for a trilogy, but Connor's probably out for a while still with leg, but that would be uh, another fight that makes sense to the third uh the third Connor Diaz fight. Yeah. The thing is is like Diaz seems to still be wanting a title like he seems to still be yeah. wanting those top fights still seems to be gunning for it the connor fight may not get him there like yeah but i think the, but the it's a money fight everyone likes making money too <laughs> that no that's the thing but then the thing is he's always got that in his back pocket right like mm -hmm. that connor fight they could do that whenever and it's and it's always going to be a draw so that's yeah. true okay but like so you're saying yeah um 
sorry, who were you saying? Luke or yeah, the uh, game. Ferguson. Oh, yeah. No, Ferguson. I, I would like to see Ferguson. That would be a fun fight for the fans and it'd be super yeah. exciting. So, yeah. And I just want to ask when you train with Nate Diaz or both of the Diaz brothers, do they train as like slick as what they do in the cage? Like, do they do all the talk and the, and the movement? <laughs> Usually not the shit talking, but they're moving around a lot. You know, they're hard to hit. They're, they're dodging yeah. the weaving. It's, uh, it's hard sparring. They're not light sparring. It's like, uh, we don't try to hurt each other, but we always go hard. Yeah. That's crazy, man. They just have such a unique style, right? That I'm just like, yeah. is that what they do in the gym? Like, it just must be so yeah. weird for the, lot, the lot, lot of, lot of volume too. Yeah. They're throwing a lot of punches. They keep that volume up. So nice, nice. They try to they try they try to wear guys out with their cardio. That's oh, wow. crazy. It's amazing. Um, the next question is at MMA Social Squad. These are good friends of ours on Instagram. They do great stuff. They say you've been in the game so long. What is the most humbling compliment you've received recently? Humbling comment. Um, <laughs> yeah, nothing's coming to mind. I don't know. I mean, I feel like. They get a lot of respect, you know, in the game because I've been around in the game forever. Beat a lot of good guys, but like, unfortunately, not one comment's coming to mind right now. All right, all right. I did call you handsome just like ten minutes. Yeah, the, the there you go. That that was number one. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Jake. I know, I know you were running a little late coming onto the podcast, but um, I was telling Tim like, who cares? It's Jake Shields, man. He come here an hour right. early, uh, hour late, and we'd still be here waiting for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got me pretty good. I was only a few minutes late. Should see. Uh, like, do you do Nick and ideas or they're at least running an hour late? So <laughs> you got me like 15 minutes late. You're doing pretty good. No, no, that's awesome, Jake. And then the last question uh, we're going to ask you is from actually from my wife at Aaron's S2. She asks, what do you do to relax and to wind down when you're not fighting or training? Um, just hang out, you know, either a few things. I mean, hang out at home sometimes, chill, watch TV or like, uh, I mean, Vegas, and I, was, I wouldn't say it's relaxing, but go out with the friends. Definitely not relaxing, but sometimes I do it when I'm off, and I guess that's kind of a wind down. Nice, nice. What's your what's your uh, preferred place in Vegas to go hang out? Um, like club-wise or sure, like anything, excess yeah. club-wise? Sometimes like the hookah lounges are cool if I just want to like chill and be relaxed or some little dive bars. Nice. Because nice. I'm trying to be like crazy club night or if I want to go like off the strip and avoid people. So I got both. There's some little dive bars and hookah lounges versus uh, the big clubs. Nice, nice. Is it, I mean, if I were to see you somewhere, I think I would probably go, holy shit, that's Jake Shields, and I would go up to say hi. Are you able to just walk around, or, like, do people mock Oh, yeah, no, totally. Like, you know, people come up to me, but it's not too bad. I'm like, I'm like the kind of fame where it's not really a problem. Like, you know, if I'm in a fight, I'll get a little overswarmed, but just walking around, people come up to me, but it's not, like, constant, nonstop. Like, uh, I know it's like Nate kind of crossed the point where it's like a little too much. You go with him now and it's just like everywhere you go, he's getting swarmed to the point. Yeah. That's point. Okay, it's a little annoying. But again, he even handles it really well. He never like trips unless unless people are like too pushy in his face, but he stays super, super calm. So I think for the most part, we don't really mind people come up to us as long as they're respectful and not like, you know, too wasted and like too up in your face pushy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, that's amazing. Jake, thank you so much for coming on the show, man. Before we let you go, is there anything that you want to say or any anybody that you want to shout out or anything that you want to say to the fans? No, no, man. Just thanks for uh, following me all the years. And uh, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm either done or close to the end of my career, but now I'm training a bunch of new fighters. So I think I'll be passing on knowledge and keeping uh, keeping relevant by, by producing awesome fighters. Yeah, that's amazing, Jake. I mean, if you're in the area to train with Jake Shields, what an opportunity it is, right? And And to get all that education and experience that you can bring to people, Jake, it's really cool. And you seem like such a cool guy, man. Seem like such a down-to-earth great guy. So we really appreciate you coming on. We appreciate talking about the subject, too, because um, 
I don't know, just very interested in it, like interested in how the fighters are seeing it and how, how yeah. they're able to manage their continuing career with uh, everything that's going on. So I wish you all the best and I, and I hope all yep. the best for you and your fighters. Cool. Thank you. All right. Perfect. All right. Take care, Jake. All the best. Thanks, Jake. Have a good one. All right. Wow. <laughs> that went Jake, pretty well. Jake Shields. We yeah. made it. Guys, I'm sorry, guys. There might have been the quietest you've ever heard me, but I just did not want to tear up the man's knowledge. He was speaking the truth, the knowledge, all the stuff that's coming out of this man's mouth. Wow. And so well done too, right? Very like, you know, he wasn't – I was going to tell him, I was going to say thank you so much for not, you know, grabbing the camera and like screaming at it or tossing it around or threatening you. Look, we are not – like I said before, we're not – pro anti nothing we just wanted to have a fighter who came who would come on who was interested in the subject passionate Mm -hmm. about the subject seemed to have knowledge of the subject and was able to represent himself very well right so Mm -hmm. i hope people liked it i hope that you get a little bit of something from it whether you agree or don't agree hey no problem right but I, I predicted Max was going to lose because of his haircut and what the frick happened there so look everything we say is up for debate and that's it. And actually, I was gonna, I was gonna text you on that too. I was like, "Well, Max won, so I guess it doesn't really matter anymore about the hair, right?" Like, I mean, wow, it does like, matter. But if what if you know what? What if this is the podcast that just you know that really just looks at the hygiene practices of these fighters, and then what if it becomes a trend, right? And they start winning I'm or losing. You, man. Look, that Max fight was insane. Wow, he was. I mean, come on, let's be honest. He was like one punch or kick away from getting knocked out the whole fight. Yeah, year was crazy. Throwing the kitchen sink at him. Mm-hmm. I don't know what mm-hmm. Max's leg is made out of. Like steel. More than steel. Adamantium. Like Adamantium. crazy. Vibranium. Crazy. It's the same thing technically. But uh crazy. He the amount of damage that Max took. Uh the question now to you Prince is what is next for Max Holloway? <sighs> Give him a shot, baby. Give him the shot. Give him the title shot. I think he's proven it. Um, it you know, people were even hinting, oh, you know, like it would be good to see Connor, but it doesn't make any sense because he's still injured. Um, yeah. But I honestly think he should take on Alex the Great. It's it's time for him to take him on, and I it, it makes sense to me, right? And um, it would be a fight to watch. Like honestly, Max is I don't I don't even see who else would be appropriate. Like anyone else that would be thrown at him would just be, you know, again, another like almost like dead weight. It's like, no, listen, he deserves the title shot. What do you think, Tim? I think the problem is is if you lose to Volkanovsky, if you lose a third one, what happens then? Right, you can't just keep going back, fighting one guy, then get a title shot. One guy, title mm-hmm. shot. Meanwhile, Volkanovski is just like murdering everybody and wiping out the division. You know, mm-hmm. it is tough. He, you know, you saw at the end of the fight, Max Holloway was calling out kind of the Connor fight mm-hmm. and was saying that a few times. Dana White, and I'm putting it on the screen. Sorry, I know you can't see here because of everything that's going on. But it says uh, Dana White was quoted as saying, this is a guy that Volkanovski is going to have to just get him out of the way and do it again. Connor's still hurt. To even talk about Connor is silly. Mm -hmm. You know, and I do agree. I I don't think the Connor fight is going to happen. You know, I, I doubt it. 
but the Volkanovsky fight is tough too. I, I honestly don't know where Max goes. I, I if he well, gets you, the Volkanovsky shot and loses, then what happens? You know what? I mean, for Max, I mean, if he does get the shot, like, oh, man, I honestly, that guy will probably change his whole training camp, switch everything up, learn from his past mistakes, and go in there swinging. Because there's no way that he's going to, you know, lose it again. Like, I honestly think Max will go, it's, you know, he'll go in there and be ready to die. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. Cause you're like, already, you're already predicting Max over Alex. Yeah. I, you're I, going I'm, bushy I'm Max going bushy Max bald Volkanovsky. And anyone who's listening to this, I want bushy Max, like not even unkempt. We uncamped everything. We want him fully, not even don't even bathe for three days, go in there smelling like a foot and he will take it. If I was still naming the podcast Prince, this one would be called I Want Bushy Max, but Bushy it is, Max. I'm not doing it. But <laughs> it's a it's an interesting it's an interesting dilemma that you've got in this division uh, with Max and Volkanovski. I don't know what's mm -hmm. going to happen. I don't know when we'll see him next. I don't know how long it's going to take for him to heal off that. Mm -hmm. That is pretty crazy, Prince. Before we get to the next topic, I do want to remind people that if they'd like to support the show, to please go to middaysquares.com and use code FIGHTINSIGHT15. I'm telling you, Prince, no lie, before the podcast, I was famished and I needed something. And I reached over and I grabbed this. I grabbed a bag of cookies and I was like, oh. and I was like, crap, don't do it. So I ran to my fridge and I got my midday squares and I'm so happy that i did man i'm telling you at least eating this i know that it's healthier for me it satiates me the same as the bag of chocolate chip cookies is going to and i know that it's a lot better for me so again middaysquares.com tim what was that word again satiates me say it again satiate like yeah, like fills me up right fills yeah, yeah me no up, no, no. Makes me feel good like the you vocabulary, like, like I like it. It's very, like nice, nicely done. Okay, I am, I am trying. But yeah, you know, I, go I, I got a, actually, Tim. I want to tell you, you got more peanut butter uh, bars left. No, this is my last one. This was the one that I was holding, holding tight to my chest. Okay, I got to get a re. I actually, I do have to reorder to get it. Okay. I know you love the peanut butter one. Yeah. Uh, another thing I want to say before we get on to the next topic is our guest for next week. Yes. Speaking yes. of trilogy fights. Bam Bam Barbarena, our good buddy. He is going to three-peat on the Fight Insight podcast. And Bam Bam is going to be here with us. Uh, Prince, he's fighting Immortal Matt Brown. There you go. He is, he is training to fight the Immortal Matt Brown. This is going to be incredible fight guarantee. So we're excited to have Bam Bam next week. And Prince, just yesterday, a couple days ago, Monday, whenever you listen to this podcast, Bam Bam's newest podcast, the DCTV podcast, DCTV. featured the Fight Insight podcast team, baby. So we were guests. We were guests on the DCTV podcast, which we really greatly appreciate. Bam Bam, uh, he had us on, and we talked about like our journey and how we developed the podcast and the challenges and all that. It was a pretty good time, man. I loved it, and I was yeah. listening to it last night. It's great on Spotify, wherever you get your pods. It's an audio only podcast. So you know what, guys? Just to also let you know, there was a first podcast me and Tim did together, mm -hmm. and where we were actually in the guest seat. So that was actually pretty cool. So yeah, you yeah. got to check it out. It was fun. It was yeah. thanks a lot, Bam Bam. 
Yeah, Thanks we'll a lot, put buddy. the uh, we'll put the link to that podcast in our show notes here as well. So if when you're finished this one, go check that out. Um, let's move ahead. Do we want to talk about the Tate versus Vieira card? Let's do that first, and then we'll see how mm-hmm. we're doing on time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so this uh, is the poster done by MMA Social Squad. So thank you, MMA Social Squad. They always do great posters. I'm just going to start using their posters from now on. No need to use the official ones. These are better than the official posters every time. So You have to. Like, look at this. Amazing. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Prince, tons of fights on this card are interesting to me. Where do we want to start? Do you care where I start here? Uh, no, go ahead. I, I actually all I, all I worry about all I want is that that the main card. The main card is going to be nope. Gonna you're be... wrong. You are incorrect. The first fight that you should care about is our good friend, former guest of the podcast, friend of the podcast, Lupi Godinez. Ooh, she fights. She's setting a record for the fastest turnaround. She is fighting her third fight in 42 days. Wow. She fights Loma Lukbunmi, who is a good fighter, mm-hmm. uh, on the undercard. It's a strawweight bout, so it's back to Lupi's proper weight class. Weight. Yep. Okay. She is going to destroy Loma. Yes. Destroy Hands her. down. Agreed. Yeah. The only reason Lupi lost her second fight in six days or seven days when she fought that second fight after she got performance of the night Mm-hmm. is because it was a weight class up. Yep. And Lupi just wasn't able to muscle her opponent around as she does. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. So I think going back to her proper weight class, I I see good things in the future for Lupi. Oh yeah, and plus the UFC knows that she's a total fighter. She doesn't back up down for anything. She's like, "You know what? Look at this. Now she's setting records and she's making a name for herself, right?" Yeah. So Lupi, yeah. you're going to take it, baby. And you know what? I know what she's going to do a couple of days before the fight. Go over to Costco, hang out around the pharmacy section, pick out some vitamins, and then yeah. get to go. Maybe she's got to figure out like a, a routine, a winning routine. And I feel like that's it. That, she's that's got the it. winning routine, man. She's she's with good people, good coaching, and we wish her all the best. So, again, that's Lupi Godinez. If you haven't seen our podcast with her, that's a great one to watch and check out. Uh, but good luck to Lupi at her fight this week. The next fight I wanted to talk about was Jojo, Joanne Calderwood. She fights Tyla Santos in a flyweight bout. Prince, do you know who Joanne Calderwood is? Yes, I do. Okay. I, I'm picking probably picking her. Okay. So Joanne Calderwood out of Syndicate MMA, our good friends yes. at Syndicate. Syndicate. She is fighting. Uh, she just came off her decision loss to lucky lauren murphy who then got the title shot mm-hmm. joanne calderwood questionably won that fight like i did think that she kind of had the decision there it was close mm-hmm. yep yep joanne calderwood was on some interviews saying lucky lauren didn't even really beat me then she goes and fights valentina it was a bad fight she didn't even yep. try joanne was kind of jojo jojo was kind of giving her a bit of a, a rib although she's so nice like she, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's the, the trash talk doesn't come out uh She's fighting. You're saying you're picking Joanne Calderwood? Mm-hmm. All right. Prince, I'm going to say that I do worry a little bit. We've talked. Okay. So here's just some stats. 
we talked about where gyms can go on runs, good or bad. Yeah, yeah. Joanne Calderwood out of uh, Syndicate MMA, she trains with a bunch of fighters. And okay. if you follow her Instagram, you follow them, you'll see them all training together all the time. Similar to how Rose, Namunas, Usman, mm -hmm. and Gaethje all won. They all train under Jason Whitman. Yep. The group that Joanne Calderwood trains with. Joanne Calderwood lost in June. Roxanne Modafferi lost in September. Liana Jojua lost in November and then got cut. And our friend and former guest of the podcast, Gian Kim, unfortunately yeah. lost, lost a very close decision. It was a fight of the night, mm -hmm. but she lost in September. I'm man. I'm just worried there when you have so many of that core group losing their fights. Joanne has to break. Now, obviously no gym goes on a losing streak forever. Yep, so Joanne yeah. Calderwood has to break this goddamn streak here. Mm -hmm. and has to get this win mandatory kitchen sink needs to be thrown yep. out because i mean they're probably looking at her i'm like you're saving grace you need to get our gym back on top yeah um does it matter to you that she just got married a couple weeks ago <laughs> she got married she got married to the coach of syndicate mma okay does that worry you at all that she just recently had her wedding like a few how something like that. okay was it an open bar i was not invited i was upset about that but uh i don't know if it's open bar was it, was I, it I, I, look these are pro pro fighters there's no way it, there could have been liquor everywhere and she would not touch it she's a pro she knows what she's doing i'm not talking about the eating i'm not talking about the drinking i'm talking about the mental well, you know what? I mean, maybe for I was gonna even I was gonna ask you if you knew if there was an after 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 party. There was I wasn't also, invited to any of it, Prince. Why do you uh, keep just, bringing just, it up? I'm sorry, just just making sure. Maybe you had an inside scoop. Um, no, but no. you know what? I think honestly, I I I think maybe that's another reason to you know to to get the dub. You know, I just recently got married. I'm in a good place in my life. Okay. Like, I don't see, I mean, coming out of, you know, coming out of a wedding and getting married, it's usually positive notes, right? You're in there, you're, you're feeling good about yourself. It's not like you're coming out of surgery or anything. You're like, you've, you've found somebody that you love and you're, you're together and now you're ready to take on the world. Right. So I honestly right. think that, Hey, you know what? Good things are happening for me. And I'm, I get this win. It's going to be an amazing wedding gift. Okay. How do you I'm feel nervous. I'm nervous. Oh, wow. Tim, I, got, okay, so I got I got married last year during okay. the pandemic, during COVID, during the shutdown. Yeah. So my wedding got down to 10 people. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It was still so stressful worrying about the things and the planning and the booking. And it was only 10 people. Like, I don't know. There's just a lot. As happy as that day is, as amazing as it is and whatever, there's so much stress. I'm not a professional athlete, mm -hmm. you know. Jojo is a professional athlete. Her husband is the coach surrounded by professional fighters. I'm sure everything's good, but it's still a stressful time. Mm -hmm. As fun as it is, it's still stressful. Um, it's a good stress. It's a positive stress because it's a wonderful thing. But I'm just, I don't know why your fight would be so close to your wedding day. You know what? I mean, now, you know what? That may be 
the extra stress off of your shoulder. So now you're walking into the fight. Okay, yeah, my wedding's done. Calm. I'm more calm. All this crap is done now yeah. to get focused and do something I love. Do something that you know I enjoy doing, which is punching someone in the face. Right. That's the way I see it. All right, let's go with that, Prince. Uh, obviously, I'm a Syndicate fan, so Joanne Calderwood has my bet. Yes. Uh, I'm just giving the information to the viewers and the listeners. Something to think about. Next fight on the card, Prince. I will literally kill you if you pick anybody, but it is Misha Tate versus Ketlin Vieira. This is Tate 2.0. It's Tate 2.0 round two. This is the second time we will see Misha Tate from her since her return. Yes. Prince, no questions asked. This is no. Misha Tate all the way. Right. Listen, can I tell you something? It, they should change her name to from from cupcake to pound cake. <laughs> Shoot, That's you like that, right? The, the, right. All the terrible nicknames you give on this podcast—that is probably the best one. I like that. That's and you know good. what? The reason why I picked it is because I think we're we're gonna see a different Tate come into this fight. I think we're gonna see uh, stand up Tate, a Tate that's gonna use her striking, her striking ability. All that stuff, you'll see it. Not, not take the person to the ground. I actually have stand up and go through toe to toe with this person. I honestly think that's the that the rise of Tate, the t- Tate two point What do you think, Tim? Yeah, I think she's two wins. You know, Tate two point round two. She's two wins away from a title shot. She she finishes Ketlin Vieira now, mm-hmm. and then she takes on another top contender before getting a title shot at Nunez. I think that's pretty much how this is going to go. She's not going to get mm-hmm. a title shot at, off of beating Ketlin Vieira. That's almost for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, we will see. I, 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 yeah, I think she's going to dominate this fight. She's looking better than she's ever looked in her yep. whole career. And mm-hmm. her last fight was pretty good, but I do want to see her get a stoppage. I think she needs to stop someone, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, of course, of course, I'm gonna. I'm, I'm a fan of Tate forever, and uh, I think she gets the win. Misha Tate has not responded to us asking her to come on this podcast. Pretty disappointing. Uh, yeah, uh, Tim, I, I gotta tell you, man, I've I've done everything I can from my end to try and get her on this <laughs> podcast. I've worked so I- hard, Tate. Yeah. I'm telling you, if I have to shoot fireworks, send pigeons, do whatever to get yeah. your attention, get you on this podcast, because honestly, it is like a birthday gift. I've been wanting to get Tim yeah. for so long. We but, will see. You know, we will see. One day, Prince. One day it will happen. Um, let's trans. Okay, so we both have Tate, obviously. Uh, the co-main, just just so that because we do have time, but the co-main of this card is bah, 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 uh, Michael Chiesa versus Sean Brady. Chiesa. Sure. Uh, next fight is Rani Yaya versus Kyung Ho Kong. He is a South Korean fighter, Prince. He is Mr. Perfect. Okay, the South Korean. South Korean for sure. A, for because sure. he's South Korean. B, yep. because his name is Mr. Perfect. That's like the most badass name, right? Uh, Then you've got the Joanne Calderwood fight. And then the opening, the main card right now, as it stands, is Davey Grant versus Adrian Yanez. Pass. 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 All right. Uh, Prince, before we go, I did want to bring up one thing that came out on social media recently. And I'm Mm -hmm. going to play the video clip for you. Guys, you've heard us talk about this before. We've uh, argued this, debated this. 
the raging panda we talked to her about it julia avila and she was kind of she kind of saw it but not really like she was kind of also kind of maybe not so much on my side on this which is okay i get a lot of hate prints online for this remember we're talking about the aspen lad corner yep. issue I got to mm -hmm. get rid of this thing in the banner. Uh, we're talking about the Aspen Lag Corner issue. It was Misha Tate that kind of brought it really front and center with her tweet that said, hey, this is abuse, talking about the mm -hmm. way that Aspen Lad's Corner was talking to her. She was confronted on the Ariel Helwani show, and she spoke to it. So I'm going to play this short clip. So just uh, listen to this. People think that I'm crazy because they look at it and say, well, the coach needed to be the coach, and he needed to be hard on her, and he needed to tell her the truth. Yeah, you're right. But there's the difference between motivating and there's a difference between getting in there, the body language, just a little two finger shove on her shoulder to kind of get her to focus on him. You don't understand when you break that down exactly what that means or what's going on in the relationship. And people just see this one little glimpse. And, and I'm looking at this from someone who's been on the outside in the big picture. And I think that she failed to show up more so probably due to um, outside factors than what you saw, you know, in the fight. Um, it's hard for people to understand that unless you've been there and say man prince i'll let you go first you know what uh i gotta give it to take because i i did not see that two finger push um during that fight and oh, i mean during when they were uh during the break right so um you know what again tate's got experience on this she you know what she from her perspective you know it looks like it was, you know, more what than people that meets the eye. There's something going on that we don't know about. Um, yeah, and well, you know what? I remember when we had this conversation, we were both, you know, I was saying that, you know, it's a way to motivate your fighter, get them going. But, you know, now that Tate's brought this you know, information out, you know, I wish we, I wish we have, I wish we had the time to actually show the times that they were actually on break and we saw every moment yeah, yeah, of, yeah. you know, him actually talking to fighter and um, yeah, you know what, at this point now I'm, now I'm kind of swaying towards what Tate's saying now, like when you're having those, it, the body language also is key, right? So um, it is, uh, yeah, it is. Honestly, I am I'm, I'm curious as to what's really happening in that corner, what's happening on between the two, the fighter and the coach, right? Who are boyfriend, girlfriend. And I who are in a romantic relationship. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's key. Um, remember, Misha Tate there, when she's talking, she seems to almost suggest that she's experienced it before. I don't mm. know, like personally, like I feel like when I hear that, I'm hearing her say like, hey, I've been in that situation before. Mm. remember for the majority of her career she was coached by um i think it was richard Follis was her main coach but in her corner was always her boyfriend light uh, the lightning kid brian caraway so who was a fighter who's mm. the one that got her into mma and all that so i don't mm. know if what she's saying there is like hey i've experienced this kind of thing before uh, you know, we hope not, of course, but I like that she identified the two finger thing. Yep. You know, I remember I was the guy that told you, hey, look at how she's not looking at him at all. Like her mm -hmm. eyes are not focused on him. Yep. Misha Tate is now saying, hey, look at the way he used the fingers to get her attention. Mm -hmm. So I got to go back and look at that and see if that's the case. I'm glad that people are still talking about it. 
because I think it is interesting. And I think it's also important because there are people that go through this, like we talked about with the kid yep. and the dad, as I said, we know that other people are in this situation. Julia Avila talked about how she has a great relationship with her husband and he knows how to push her buttons and blah, blah. But remember, she said, mm -hmm. hey, it's constructive wording and all that, which is what mm -hmm. you didn't hear in the Aspen Lad. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's I like that Misha Tate's talking about it. And I yep. like that Ariel asked her about it because I think that's important. I think we're going to see more more of that stuff um, unfold. Definitely. Yeah. You know, yeah, you know what you're, you're right. And I think with this, I think, you know, Tate's probably going to be more vocal around it. And if it ha does happen again, I mean, you know, they're going to have more inquiries around it, right? Just because it's just, it opened up to, and I'm glad actually, Tim, that you mentioned that, that, that event that happened at the gym, just because it shows that aspect of it as well too, right? Now you've right. got not a romantic relationship, but you have a father and son. Right. Any kind of any kind of relationship outside of the gym. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's why when Julia was speaking, she said, hey, um, remember we said about the parent thing? And she goes, hey, I'm the coach. And Julia, Julia made that very clear. Like, hey, in the gym, when it comes to kids and their parents, I'm the coach, the parents, you mm -hmm. parent. Yeah, I thought that was great. Like when she said that. So I again, go watch the Julia Avila podcast if you didn't. Yes. But she makes that very clear. She says, hey, if you parent, I coach. Yeah. Right. So she knew to make that distinction. And again, I'm, we're talking about a scenario where I saw the parent, I believe like 99% sure I saw the parent grab the kid's lapel, mm -hmm. right. To, to grab his attention here. Tate is saying, Hey, this guy's using like a two finger push, right. To get the attention. Uh, you know, anyways, interesting. If you want to talk about it, you know, message us, send us an email at fightinsightpod at gmail.com. I will debate this and talk about this all day long. I love this crap. And, uh, I think it, I think it's stuff that needs to be talked about. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, the the awareness should be there, right? And I mean, it's something that we got to discuss as a community, and you know, especially in the MA community as well. I mean, just because you're fighting, I mean, doesn't you know exempt you from these types of situations as well, too, right? So, yeah, um, yeah again, guys, this is something that you know. Tim and I are very passionate about to Tim specifically, just because of his own experiences as well, and um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and it's about, uh, remember when Misha Tate, Tate says abuse, she's not saying physical abuse and she's saying mental abuse, right? There's, mm -hmm. there's a form of that. And we actually emotional, are in the yeah. talk. Yeah. Emotional abuse. Yeah. And we're in the talks, uh, we're in talks with someone who deals with mental health. Mm -hmm. uh, she is also a beauty pageant winner. So that's pretty cool. But uh, we're in talks with uh, someone who deals with mental health to come on and talk about it. So when we uh, do have time, or maybe when something comes up in the MMA world, we do have someone that we want to talk about mental health with. And this might be, you know, a good, a good topic to broach with that person as well, Prince. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. And that's going to be, yeah. And again, guys, don't forget just, you know, if this, this is something that you want to talk about, even talk about your own experiences as well. Don't hesitate to just send us an email, right? And, you know, we'll yeah. be very responsive. So and really kind of get your perspective on the whole situation, right? So that's right. Two more friends of the podcast that we got to talk about, Prince. Okay. One is last week's guest, Joseph Galaviz. Yes. Chuching wins his fight at fury fc 53 so congratulations to joseph man god dang it we are so happy for that kid uh won by unanimous decision so congratulations you've got to the be ronin, following baby if you don't the ronin did not bring a katana in at your yeah. uh, request the other friend of the podcast prince can you guess who i'm going to talk about 
No, go ahead. Yes, I have do you no know idea. A big, do you know a big thing that happened to one of our former guests? Our early, early guest. Tell, he oh, has man. a mustache. Okay. He's a growing mustache. out his mustache. This okay. Is dead air podcast. This is dead air for the podcast, Prince. Robbie Moss. Okay. Robbie Moss. Okay. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Robbie Moss. Okay. Okay. Are you okay. Yes, as in you know. Who I know. Yeah. Yeah. No. 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 I, I. I know what you're talking about. Yep. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Do you know? Do you know what we're gonna say? What happened what? to Robbie Moss? Recently got engaged, baby. Engaged. So Robbie Moss, uh, he was one of our early, early guests, a, a good friend of ours, a coach. Robbie Moss, he is engaged. He just got engaged last week, I think it was. So congratulations to Robbie Moss. That is wonderful. We are so happy for you, Robbie. Congrats, Robbie. We're so proud of you, buddy. And uh, I hope you wear your 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 um, lightning, not lightning, your flaming shorts and your flaming gloves to your <laughs> To the wedding? Yeah, I hope so. I hope he never threw that out because I think I still see it around the gym. I might pick it up and give it to him. I'm like, you're not throwing this away. You're going to wear this to your wedding. No, no. He will always have those. But yeah, no, congratulations to Robbie. That's amazing, buddy. Um, Prince, aside from that, I'm getting the echo again. Did you just do something? I'm getting the echo. Um, yeah, I'm getting it a lot. We will say that another sponsor of the podcast is innerstrengthproducts.ca innerstrengthproducts.ca go to them for all of your power lifting equipment needs check out innerstrengthproducts.ca if you see anything there that you want or that you like we are going to be doing a giveaway but in the meantime email us fightinsightpod at gmail.com we might be able to hook you up with some gift certificates so if you're interested and you see anything do that uh the offer is still kind of on the table so yep Check us out. Uh, check them out. They are a sponsors of us, so we appreciate Amazing. that. Amazing. And guys, I'll let you know, Inzer, they have Inzer belts, SB uh, uh, guards, uh, knee guards as well, too. So they've got it all. It's all there as well. So go check them out. They're amazing. They've got all the latest products, especially if you are bodybuilding slash powerlifting. It's all there. Yeah, just like Prince. There you go. <laughs> Prince, my friend, this is a good one, man. We are uh, good on time. We're very good on time today. Amazing so thank you, time. everybody, for watching. Prince, is there anything that you want to say before we go? Like, is there anything that you wanted to talk about? Or uh, No, well, actually, guys, again, just a friendly reminder, follow us at YouTube, follow us at Instagram, at Fight Inside Podcast, and you can listen to us at Spotify, at Fight Inside Podcast. And we are also on TikTok, TikTok at Fight Inside Podcast, and we are on Twitter as well. All right, and yeah. Facebook. So just sort of hopefully, friendly reminder. Hopefully, we're hopefully a lot. Yeah. Tons. <laughs> Tons. Prince Prince is in charge of those accounts. That's why I'm saying that. Well, yeah, you guys trust me. It's 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 there. You'll be Pop seeing popping and bumping and all that stuff. A talk tick, the talk tick. All right. Prince, uh, we will see Bam Bam next week. People can check out our podcast, our old stuff as always, and then definitely check out the DCTB podcast where you can hear Prince and I talk about our beginnings. And uh, I think that's it, my friend. Go order middaysquares.com. Around now, you'll start to see the videos that will pop up of some of our old stuff. Prince, have a good one, my friend. Have a great one, Tim. Take care, buddy. Misha Tate 2.0. Pound cake, pound cake.